0: Oh, Waspinator is about to press more pretty buttons! Hmm... Which ones?
1: It will be done, Master. I feel it is disturbance. Someone is watching. I sense it too.
0: Uh-oh. Waspinator got some bad feelings about this? <laughs> While Spinach is going to go hide. here's you can have the party cast.
2: Hello and welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here.
0: Howdy, I'm Colin Hi, I'm
2: Killabyte. Moving on with our comic book discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Revolution. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read it, then come listen to the podcast. Onwards. Both Computron and, and myself have read this already, but you should know that by now. But mm. this is Kilobyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts and theories about this series. Before we can do that, Computron, would you mind? I do mind. Wait,
0: no. Okay. I don't mind.
2: You don't <laughs> mind. Okay. Good.
0: <laughs> so this is kind of like a combination of uh, comics. So just to you know, be forewarned, I'm about to list a lot of names. Okay, so there are a number. There are a total of three comics. The first was released November second, twenty sixteen, and the third came out December seventh that same year. And I just want to point out uh, these three comics were kind of in all you know separate, different volumes. So, for example, the first one was To or One, the Transformers, and as well as more than meets the eye one shot. So, okay, now going into the writers, we have Marguerite Scott, John Barber, Nick Roche, in james roberts and for artists we have nato tsushima andrew griffith alex milne with colors by Die xt thomas Deere, and joanna lafuente all right so trivia in issue one windblade refers to bruticus by name but his only appearance in idw continuity thus far his name has never been revealed except to the readers as they were separated and knocked unconscious when Ironhide emptied a missile into bruticus's you know head Uh, The combatant cons never spoke of it, unless they were, you know, revived and interrogated after the incident. Uh, In issue two, the cat belonging to the family who Thundercracker rescues from the burning building is named Jones. In what, given the whole Hollywood movies vibe of this issue, is presumably a reference to the cat of the same name in the movie Alien. And... On the last issue, with its talk of brand loyalty, this whole issue is literally poking fun at big comic crossovers in general. And its title is a reference to the hyperbolic promotion such events often receive. The phrase was genuinely used to promote Marvel's House of M event in 2005, which is the first major modern crossover event after a dry period of many years, which you know reintroduced the concept and made it irregular. Uh, recurring fixture of the comic book industry, landscaping again, and has become a bit of a parodic buzz phrase in the years since. I think that's about it. So, Mister Kilabyte, do you mind giving us a short summary?
3: We'll do. While attempting to communicate with Metro Titan, Windblade finds her consciousness cast into microspace. When dire raids attack the White House, Thundercracker learns it's time to stop trying to write a movie and start a living one. And finally, the scavengers visit Earth so Crankcase can meet his online crush, who turns out to look quite different from their profile pic. (laughs) Are you saying they were catfish as the. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They might have been in an episode as well. Oh, no. But as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Are you two ready? Kinda. I'm
2: ready. Okay. Because we start off with the White House being compromised. What else is new? And Thundercracker saving lives with (laughs) Buster, Doc, and Bob. Any scenes stick out to either of you?
3: Okay, I really like the part where Thundercracker's uh, rescuing the family, and the the kid is being rescued by Bob, and he's like that. They they told me that metal blocks weren't a thing, that they were all in my head, but that Bob is actually rescuing him. I found that super <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, so
0: in the end of this episode, I'm probably jumping ahead. You kind of see Fairborn kind of giving Buster a hug. And it's like, wow, she used to be not so much of a heartful person, and then all of a sudden, hmm.
2: Called oh, character development. Character
0: development. Well, yeah, but it's like <laughs> out of nowhere character development. Like, I don't like the humans here,
1: okay? I can <laughs> tell.
2: I do appreciate when one of the rates threaten Buster, but Thundercracker doesn't even hesitate to take him out. I find that pretty funny.
3: Yes. yes.
2: I also like how almost during the whole flight, Thundercracker is still writing his screenplay, and eventually the main bad guy Wraith gets to the point right
0: He's just like taking and uh what's the word i'm looking for he's taking inspiration from what's going on yes
3: (laughs) yeah Um, i found that so happy and he even he's like i can't even concentrate like everything around him is just changing the script and he's like no this is not what i wanted i need to focus (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: pretty good do you guys know that scene where thundercracker kind of drops a wraith right onto the washington monument yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, oh, okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this seems like something that should have happened in like a Bay movie. Hmm.
2: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Flipping to <laughs> our next tie-in, Windblade, Soundwave and Optimus appear to be on a secret mission. Who would like to tackle what
0: this is? I honestly this one's not my favorite. So,
3: I Same guess I And we'll <laughs> talk about that in a bit. Go ahead, Kilo. Yeah. So, Pyra Magna, I think is uh, her name, and Soundwave come and recruit Windblade because they have a secret mission from Optimus and they need her help. And so Optimus asks Windblade to speak with the Metro Titan that's become Autobot City on Earth uh, because he doesn't want to speak to anybody. And... Uh Windblade finds that it wants to speak to a prime, but they're not sure uh what alliance this Metro Titan has to like which, which prime they would they follow or what allegiance they, they might have done in the in the past. And so she's trying to be careful and she hooks herself up to the Metro Titan to speak to them. And doing that, she ends up speaking with Micronus Prime. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which is the second time we've seen Micronus, which is I'm excited.
2: Yeah. It doesn't look as dead as before. Yes.
3: <laughs> the design did change. I don't know if these comics were coming out when the, I think it's the Robots in Disguise yes. 2015 yes. were this, coming this out. Oh, yes. Were, yep, yeah. yeah. This okay. came out in 2016. Okay. Because uh, I could clearly see the inspiration of the mini cons from Robots in Disguise 2015 to Micronus here. Like They have the same almost detailing and shape to their bodies. Absolutely. And so I, uh, I really like that but micronus shows windblade a vision of what's happening in the microspace and wants her to tell optimus that they need to save microspace and they need or 13 for that and windblade ends up being captured by Baron Sarva which is a character uh, that we saw in the previous comic with the revolution and he's part of the the micronauts comic line and like the they're jumping. trying yeah i'm not a fan of that scene <laughs> all okay. right continue yeah. So, when Blade notices that the person interrogating her is acting very like Starscream, like she says she's seen that smile before in those eyes, and so she knows that this person is trying to gain something and is not completely being truthful, so she tries to give them information but not too much information, and she manages to escape with the help of one of the uh, beings of this microspace, And so she tells Optimus that they need to go back and help Microspace with the OR-13, but Optimus is very hesitant on removing the OR-13 since it's unstable and it can cause major damage to Earth. And uh, he's not sure if giving it to another race is uh, the right choice. And so uh, she says anything for a prime, but she clearly does not like that statement and doesn't like that Optimus is not... Helping at all, even though another Micronus Prime is asking for help.
2: Exactly, Computron. You have any comments on the situation?
0: Well, I think you and I can agree that the scene, the interrogation scene, was, uh, and you can probably taste. Bl- you can well, yeah, you can probably blip this out or beat me on this, but it looked like bon- it, it, that's what it looked like to me. It looked yeah, like it wasn't. I wasn't it was. It
2: reminded me of the like what they did
0: to Wonder Woman exactly and, well that yeah. is that they gave windblade some over sexualizing features like yeah. I'm, I'm, nothing against that like they, they put that they can put that in comics with like humanoid beings but windblade is a transformer and she definitely has breasts and very thick thighs and you're sitting there and going um okay and then i i guess here's my other complaint I'm not a fan of side profiles with missing eyes. I, I don't know. like or or like faraway faces with no eyes whatsoever. It's like yeah. um, okay, yeah, okay. So. so that's where we
3: stand, Kilo. What are your thoughts before we flip to the break? I could I could see why it could be you know in bad taste because they they could have definitely tied her up like normal. You know, uh, I don't know what the looks like a lewd that. Yeah, it looks like a loop, but like I'm trying to say, like, you know, sometimes in movies and comics, you know, characters are both handcuffed in both hands, but it's kind of like an X form instead of like having both hands together and both feet to make it more sexualized kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So they could have definitely just tied her up like regular, like a normal, you know, chain. So I can I can clearly see what they were trying to do.
2: Yeah, I agree. But let's continue with an ad break. So we'll see you right after this.
0: Hey, Compatron, what you
3: drinking there? Just some injects. Swerve said someone at the bar bought me a drink. Nice. I noticed you've been tired lately. Would you be interested in... Nope!
0: Nope, nope. Onyx already gave me some. I don't want any more K-juice. Not taking any chances. Even if the podcast needs Shanix, we'll find another way. About that. You didn't. You did, didn't you?
3: I bought you that drink and mixed it with K-Juice because I thought it, you would like it.
1: Get over here,
2: you little scraplet! Purchasing K-Juice, you agree to the following terms and conditions. K-Juice Corp is not responsible for any possible cremezy contained inside the juice box or any mysterious gaming plans that may arise after consumption. Other side effects may include mouth moving faster than the brain module, while spontaneous outbursts, random blackouts, and other electrical malfunctions.
3: Oh Primus, help me!
2: <laughs> and welcome back. So hopping over to the scavengers. Uh, nothing will ever be the same again, with G.I. Joe meeting what looked like some Common Rider-looking kind of dudes. What's your thoughts?
3: Yes, I like it. I like the Common Rider characters. I love it. <laughs> I love they have cup holders and uh, little windshield wipers. That was great. Oh, that's great.
2: So on the flip side, Crankcase has a date with cons Forever. I believe this is not the first time we've heard that name. Any favorite scenes of this? Because I preferably really enjoy the Thunderwing callback.
0: I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed, like, in the last minute, they decided, and I think it was uh, Fulcrum, that was like, all right, I hate humans, see ya. And they just left the G.I. Joe guy sitting there.
2: <laughs> yeah, they left him in the dust because his yeah. car, like, broke down yeah. on accident. Yeah, They're like, is he still there? And then the panel just goes back and forth, and it's just nothing.
3: Yes, <laughs> Uh, I really like Crank K. He's trying to find like an attire to look decent and he gets like a bucket head like Megatron. And he's like, does this look good? I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) it's so good. It was very funny. When I saw Thunderwing, I'm like, oh no, he's back. But then it wasn't him.
0: I love the names (laughs) of like the, like, so like the, 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 Wraith is like everything he needed to do was called like cross over and, and, you yeah. know, it's like a subtle jab. And then I think what was the name of the ritual he needed to do is like cross. uh It was the cross was...
2: event for the branding, the one shot. Oh,
0: yeah. Cross cross. Branding. <laughs> it was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, bravo. Guys, bravo, a wall bravo. breaking here and I <laughs> love every single
2: bit of it because it even involves extra dimensional events of this one shot. It's so good. But that's that so not good. all the crossover, isn't it? Because like Thunderwing turns out to be the wraith and i also find it funny that spinister and misfire are messing with this gi joe where they shocked him so much that he passed out and they thought he was dead so they buried him and then this moments later they're like wait we gotta go and bury this guy
3: <laughs> hey man that's the scavengers for you I love it when he gets shocked. Is because Misfire has a face with just one what eye, is. and a very tiny <laughs> nose. And I'm like,
1: and oh, then Spinister
3: is just the same face underneath. I know <laughs> it's just yeah. another helmet. <laughs> there, I love the name of their
0: their organ their fake organization called Mask.
2: <laughs> yes, that's actually a real thing. So that's that was part of the crossover in the previous Kilobyte Corner.
3: Yes, in the Revolution Comics.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> so, is there any other things we want to talk about? This issue this
3: volume
0: i got nothing i just didn't enjoy the second issue that's all i can say really
3: i think it was very uh sweet that Grivlock remembered where his sword was yes i know that uh that'll probably come into uh like it will get more of this in the in future readings but i i I completely forgot that he probably left it when he was taken to gareth nine so i like that it, it could Brought back. it back and it did that callback. Yeah, I yeah, that was um, cool. I forgot. Um,
0: was he with Misfire when he was talking about that? Yep. Yes. So I like how Misfire's like, "Oh, looks like I lost the bet with myself," and then Grimblock out of nowhere goes, "Ha, loser!"
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good.
2: It's <laughs> so good.
3: So let's move to Rodstar rating, kill by do you want to go first? I can. I can go first. Uh, it's. It's interesting all the the events we have going on here, just because it's gonna be they're gonna be connected to future events. I really really enjoyed the scavengers little uh, side story. Uh, when I first saw Thunderwing, I wasn't very happy. I'm like, oh no, the same <laughs> bad guy again. He's back. But then it wasn't, so I'm like, oh okay, it was a misdirection, which is caught me. And I'm like, that was pretty good. Uh, so uh, overall, this is just gonna like bridging. Gaps between comics and events. So this is this is a three for me. All three. I'll go ahead and go second here. This volume feels like it's sandwiched between...
2: It's got like two... It's got a good beginning, a good ending. The middle is very rough. Like if I could individually rate them, the first and last one would go really high, but the middle one's going to drag it down. Overall, as a volume, I'm
0: going to say two and a half. So I... I mean, come on! These are filler episodes. Um, I I completely understand that the 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 Windblade one was actually very important for the plot. Mm-hmm. I not a fan of the drawing. Like, if you were to probably grab a different artist in there, I probably would have enjoyed it even more. And I think with that thought in mind, I'm probably gonna give it a three, like Kilobyte.
2: Three. Fantastic. But listeners, what do you think of these comics? How many rosters would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. Now, we don't have any new emails for you today, but if you want to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Hilo, do you want to talk about your ongoing Twitch? We should get you some (laughs) remedies for it.
3: I've already explained it so many times. But oh, I, that's right. on an
2: Earth platform,
3: right? Yes, it's a platform. How do you stand technology. on it? Do we need to contact the Galactic
0: Council and submit some vaccines on there? Oh, wait, they don't like that <laughs> stuff down there. Never mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I think I'm good. Uh, I'm, I won't be infected, but uh, it is not, you don't stand on it. You project it. You have a, a stream, is what they call it, where... The viewers can hop on and see you play games and you can interact with them and you can draw or you know if you have any different hobbies you can always stream yourself doing those hobbies and enjoy it with your community and so i've been streaming tuesdays and thursdays 8 p.m pacific standard time over on twitch.tv slash kilobyte prime and if you want to see updates on my schedule and on streaming you can follow me on twitter at kilobyte prime as well and i hope to see you all there fantastic
2: are you two ready for transformers lost light volume one yep i'm ready i'm ready and listeners if you've enjoyed this episode consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing if you want to help out the show even further we have started a patreon all the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on of course we have some other tiers that offer forms of gratitude such as 3d files entry to our discord where you can chat with us live You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before the public release. And d videos, because you got to keep up with uh, the latest season. It's really good. Also, <laughs> we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers on YouTube. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, we hope you are all staying safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. Till all are one.
0: Till all are one. All are
1: one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spin off of DD series Transform and Rollout, the second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers, with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview, now. You
3: hear kinda of like something moving on top of the shuttle, kinda of like stomping around.
2: Ordeal soulless prime.
3: <laughs> uh, heading back towards kinda of like the, the, the docking bay door uh, where you uh, came from. I
2: drop to my knees and start praying to Vector.
3: Now what would you like to pray to Victor?
2: Get up, you're being embarrassing.
3: <laughs> please, Mr. Klein, please, please, let us survive today. Please, please. Uh, as you pray, the door uh, kind of blows uh, and kind of like flies outward. Ice scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's not There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments, a link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public, more links will be provided below, and transmission.